And we're live. What's going on, everybody? It's your favorite truck driver, ex-truck driver in the whole wide world, Bitcoin Ben. Live here with the Divi team, or at least part of them. And uh, live from Texas for the Texas Entrepreneur Event. Now, you guys, you gals, I'm telling you right now, last night we were all out to eat, except you. Yeah, you late flyer in her. Uh, we had, oh, you drove in? Oh, there you go. Uh, we actually met with the Chamber of Commerce of the town we're in, which is actually, what's the name of this town? It's Bernie. Bernie. Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's going to be me on Saturday night. They're going to be like, no, Ben's good. And and had a great conversation with some people from the Chamber of Commerce and a young lady from the city. And especially the guy from the Chamber of Commerce, he actually seemed like he was in, like, crypto and like crypto news yeah but he he i asked him at one point like what's leading you to have this conversation with us like what benefit to your town are you looking for in crypto and he's like i'm trying to stay ahead of the curve i mean it's a small town but this is this is the heartland of america right this is where these things kick off and crypto has a huge influence on small towns like this and this is how they become big towns right and he i think he saw that and that's why he was he was sitting down with us Oh, absolutely. And uh, actually, let's run through. Nick, can you introduce your team for us? Of course. Yeah. So first of all, thanks for having us on, Ben, and having us down here in Bernie. Um, it's a great little town. We've uh, we've already enjoyed getting to know it. So uh, some of you may already know me. I'm Nick Sapinero. This is Josh Caleb. He's our new chief innovation officer. He just came on two months ago now. Yeah, two months. Awesome. Um and then this is Russell Doolittle at the end. He's our CFO. Um, and we're just, yeah. Um, so we'll uh, we'll be getting to know each other here, uh, I guess, on throughout the show. Yep. And uh, uh, I, I want to jump in to a little bit of news we got yesterday. All right. For those of you that have heard of a project called Flexa App, it's basically where you shop using cryptos, using the app. And they announced yesterday an actual partnership with a, uh, a retail uh, payment processing company that has access to about five hundred thousand retailers this this is the next movement on adoption but when you hit now mind you this doesn't mean litecoin and bitcoin and like divi are going to skyrocket tomorrow and everybody who's everybody is that going to walk in and shop using cryptos but what it is 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 it's it's a huge movement 
towards the normalization of it, where people walk in and if they brand it right and they do advertising right, which I think they will from what I've heard, it's, it's, it's clients walking in shopping will be able to see no Litecoin accepted here. No Bitcoin accepted here. No, eventually, if I have anything to do with it, the Divi accepted here, and it's it's that that rollout that is so important because of exposure, and that's one of the reasons that I'm doing these entre- entrepreneur events. We have. Between live and Zoom. Oh, and if you guys want to watch the Zoom, there's a link under here where you can sign up for the whole weekend. You watch them live. There's Q&As. There's all that. Link under here for that Zoom. And and you'll actually be able to to ask Nick and his team questions on Zoom at certain times where he'll actually be there live and answering questions on Zoom while someone else is up, you know, like talking or something like that. We'll actually pull Nick aside, have him on on Zoom, then have you on Zoom. And if you want to, we'll put everyone on Zoom. We'll just Zoom everybody. And that's why we're here, because these these entrepreneurs, like I told you guys, and I tell you every Wednesday night for my three-hour entrepreneur videos, is, is we are the grassroots of adoption. We are the we are the people that are going to bring these projects and explain these projects and integrate these wallets in our local community. And these entrepreneurs, what they're doing and what they're learning how to do is introduce themselves as the crypto guy or crypto girl of the town to the relevant people in your local area. That that means every month you go to the Chamber of Commerce meeting. That means any any event where there's any leadership roles, you're there. You're handing out your card. You're, You're explaining cryptos. You're showing them wallets. What you are doing what you are doing is you're actually exposing all of the rel and I say relevant, but everyone's relevant. What I mean by relevant now is at this time in adoption, everyone relevant in in your area. That's who you want to reach out to because they are going to, you know, yeah, I'd love to accept, you know, cryptocurrencies. How do I do it? Well, these entrepreneurs are 
are actually going to help them implement this across. We have people from every state in America. I'm pretty sure if we don't, we're damn close. <laughs> I think the only one we don't have is Alaska. And I figure someone else can handle that. It's way too damn cold up there. Now, Hawaii, I volunteer that I will go to Hawaii to spread adoption. <laughs> All right. So let's actually jump in here. Nick and the Divi team, you guys got a ton going on right now. And thank you so much for coming down here for this event. Well, this event is really important. Let's make sure that's on. Yeah. So this event is really important to us because, especially right now, because as we go into this, we call it like a sideways summer, we're seeing this range-bound Bitcoin price. The market is kind of bearish, right? That's the best time to build. There's no noise anymore. All of the you know external noise that usually comes in as you're trying to get things executed upon, you know, all the FUD, all of the you know random changing volatile news, it's all gone for now. Right. And these are the times where the entrepreneurs have the opportunity to build in silence for that next bull run. And the bull run could be at any time. We know that it's not always a perfect, you can't time the market. Right. Um, so we're really excited to be here for this particular event because, from what I'm told from your team, there are people from all walks of life coming from all sorts of places. Switzerland, I think I heard, Norway. Um, and people driving up to 25 hours here uh, on the, cont the contiguous U.S. Um, just to come to this event, right? And then, of course, you have all the people on Zoom. People are clearly more and more interested. And I know that this event is your third one, second one, yeah. third one. This is your third event, and it's grown and grown and grown, even through the pandemic. And it's only getting bigger. So that's really encouraging to see that there are people out there that are at least interested in figuring out how do I engage myself with this with this space. So we're really excited to be here to uh, to participate. Uh, the one quick thing is the reason this event is actually different is these are entrepreneurial-minded people. These, I love my hodlers. I love my traders. I love everyone watching. But these are the people that are putting their labor and their capital into the future of money. You know, if, if you, like they used to say, why do you rob a bank? That's where the money's at. You know, this entrepreneurs recognize that this industry is growing at such a pace and the amount of entrepreneurial talent right now at the lower local level doesn't exist and that's what we're actually creating is that local expertise that local shop that you know has like laptops has our laptops at calyx has has a uh, bitcoin atms treasures ledgers 
know, brick and mortar places where people can actually come in for like ed education classes. What we're basically doing is actually taking the idea of a meetup and turning it into an entrepreneurial business. Because as this grows, more and more people are going to be like, what is up with this Bitcoin? What's up with the Divi? What's up with Ethereum? And, and not know anything. Well, these entrepreneurs are literally getting on like local TV, local radio. They're being interviewed where more and more people are getting exposed. Now, from your point of view, and from the inside of a successful project, where do you see cryptos, Divi? What's your outlook? I think, uh, you know, the the value proposition that that we provide a business, you know, outside of the staking rewards and the master notes that people can earn on. I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer for businesses that are already dealing with transaction fees, right? Because we provide an alternative that not only brings them new business, right? But it gives them an alternative where they're getting a lot of that margin back. You know, if they're using something like Square and you're doing a lot of business per year in terms of revenue, right? That 3%, you know, adds up quite a bit, right? So you're giving them an alternative that not only is growing, right? And outpacing the market, the traditional market of whatever 12% it performs at, you know, you give them something that, you know, it's a growing asset, it's cheaper to transact, and it brings them new business, right? Because, I mean, there's a whole community waiting to spend their money, their currency. And, you know, folks like me who live our entire lives with cryptocurrency, I, I barely hold any U.S. dollars, to be honest. I only I only use them on occasion when I got to pay a bill. But, you know, for the most part, I, I, I pay rent with, with crypto. I pay everything with crypto. And so, for me, it drives me to those businesses and people who think like me. And, and I know because... I led adoption initiatives in Miami, which is now a huge crypto hub with a mayor. You know, I remember being in his office and having him sign a declaration to make blockchain week in Miami. Those businesses got so much new customers from all these conferences coming in because these people wanted to spend their crypto. And so, you know, at my former role, we worked with local bars, with restaurants, which actually, like I said, have the most to benefit because they have razor thin profit margins. They do a lot of revenue and they have high transaction fees, right? So you're giving them back margin, you're bringing them in new customers, and it's a really good marketing point too, right? To be able to say that you accept crypto and that you are you know, a differentiator in that community. So there's a, a massive value proposition there. I mean, with Divi specifically, you know, there's so much to earn with us, right? You, know, you have a market that performs, like I said, at 12%, and here we are, you know, we, can, we can offer you 18% or even more, right? Just for simply holding it right as, as a part of your treasury or your balance sheet for the business so it, it's really it's a no-brainer um you know there's other exciting stuff happening with to be pretty soon here that's going to give you know ways to deploy it and yes. we'll get into that a little bit later because you know there's <laughs> i'll let i'll let nick talk about that yeah so so off camera before the show we were talking about the fact that there's really three economies that projects like Divi and other projects are having to deal with. We have a Wall Street economy. That's your traders. You know, they like the volatility in the marketplace. That's how they make money. But the traders aren't really what leads to mass adoption. 
that leads to benefiting off of pump and dump schemes. That's not what we're about. Um, then there's the fintech economy. Lots of software development companies and people that get into cryptocurrency to develop software to make money to benefit ecosystems. They pool together, they work together, and they 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 benefit the ecosystem that way. Then there's the third economy, and that's the Main Street economy that that we're talking about here today with the goods and services, the moms and pops, the online shopping doing that leads to mass adoption. These guys may be a little young, you know, to, to remember, but Ben, do you remember when you went into an auto parts store when you were a little younger, like me, <laughs> and you went in and said, hey, do you take a credit card? And they said, no, cash only, okay? The guy down the street took the credit card, and then that guy decided, oh, I got to pay my 3%, then it became 5%, then it became 13%, and but he got the sale. They were fighting over the sales, and that forced into this mass adoption, this frictionless credit card, a middleman in between the banks and you. And so now there's multiple middlemen, PayPal's, credit cards, everything. Cryptocurrency and projects like Divi and others are there providing the software, providing the tools, providing the entry points to be able to enable the moms and pops the small businessman, the heart and soul of the economy of the United States of America and other places like El Salvador wants to do to be able to benefit off of ease of access, ease of mobility. That's the whole premise behind Crypto Made Easy. That's what I found really interesting last night when we were Yeah, when we were um when we were speaking with the Chamber of Commerce, we were learning a lot about this town. And it is primarily built upon entrepreneurship. It's mostly small businesses. And I was interested to learn that most of the entrepreneurs are actually female. Not that it matters, but it was just an interesting fact. But what the um, what the woman from the city told me was, her name was Val, um, the side gig economy or the you know side hustle economy. The has, hustle. The hustle has, has exploded recently. And now we're staying in an Airbnb, our team. We're in an Airbnb right now. She said that there's more Airbnbs here than ever before. And so when I started explaining the the nodes and the staking as as a side hustle, which she wasn't familiar with that term yeah. yet, but we made her familiar with it, she her eyes lit up and she's like, Oh, and, and when we started explaining, you don't have to put forth all of this energy and effort to if your house, you know, roof caves in, you don't have to drive around town delivering food and things like that. You can still do those things, of course, but this thing works for you as you do all of the rest of the things in your life. And she completely adhered to that. She was like, oh my God, oh, she's starting to make sense. Yeah, with, I yeah. thought that was a really amazing moment because that that is exactly what we've been talking about for so many years. And to see somebody who has influence, in a, even in a, in a small town like Bernie, understand that, it just shows me that we're 100% on the right track. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it once once you explain that running a node or taking your coins in an app on your phone or on your laptop or what, whatever that that is a that's a reserve asset for either the individual or the company or anything like that that is bringing in another source of income right and we weren't asking them to stop taking usd no no it's 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 this 
this is another option. This is another tool. And what this allows you to do, and if you have not downloaded the Divi app, go to uh, either the Apple iStore or... Yeah, App Store or Play Store on Android. Yep. And it's available there. You can go to our website and you can find the links pretty easy right on yep. the homepage. It, download the app. Play with it. Look at it. Load on a little Litecoin. Load on a little Divi. Load on a little Bitcoin. It's 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 the future of personal and corporate structure. That's why. Uh, 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 oh, that one guy. What's his name? Michael Saylor. You know, I mean, he'd. he'd you, you talk going all in. That man's like, I'm buying. And hey, lift up the rug. Is there something we can sell under there? You know, it, it's he because he understands. He looked at the options. Nothing looked good. Everything economically leaked. That includes, you know, gold. That includes treasuries. That includes everything le- leaks value except cryptocurrencies cryptocurrencies hold their value long term and and that's what he's looking for as a reserve asset now and i'm gonna hunt this guy down and i'm gonna somehow get in front of him and explain uh to him because i i I don't think he's really looked outside of act of actual Bitcoin yet and seen the rest of the growing technologies like the Divi project where where you can hold an asset and make an income on that asset and you hold the keys. You know, it, it, it's his issue is always, well, you know, like third-party risk and all this. Well, if you're running a node with the Divi project or you're holding coins and you're taking, that's all on your wallet. You know, there is no third-party risk there. That's a huge point and actually i want you to tell the story you told me last night about the financial advisors and how they how they take a uh, such a big commission the big basis point commission I, I thought that was a really good yeah so last night i was sharing with nick uh actually a really personal story about my parents because they manage their assets with a financial advisor right but because of their age you know and they're in their mid-70s their risk profile is extremely low. They're very risk averse. And for the most part, they're invested in, you know, very safe things that don't have a lot of upside. So when I actually was looking at the performance of their investments this past year, and I looked at the portfolio that we had gotten back from our FA, you know, they had they had grown two percent that year. Woo! Right. And and on top of that, because because my or our financial advisor was charging them a hundred basis points, essentially one percent, they had only gained one percent. They didn't even beat inflation. No, the target inflation rate 
per year is two percent and we've had what like 13 percent this year yeah it so basically they they lost money but they lost one percent less of money than they would have lost on top of that with no with with absolutely no transparency and that yeah. that's what it comes back to you know your keys your coins you can see the blockchain is a blockchain you can mm -hmm. if you have a, a technical background you could audit it or you could get someone who does to audit it and you can transparently see this is how the money is coming to you this blockchain uses a mechanism that literally will pay you out the money no matter what no matter what time of year how cold it is outside how much inflation is going on in the traditional world it will continue to work as long as you know the internet doesn't go down worldwide or something which if that happens we got much bigger problems <laughs> but the point being there's no transparency in the traditional finance world. We're, we're having people who are, you know, fiscally conservative, making less than inflation. So basically losing money. It's, it's something that can literally be resolved at the click of a button. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's what a job as a financial advisor. Hey, how's it going? Would you hire me? Oh, I'm, yes. I'm absolutely going to lose you money. <laughs> Ben, it's not just about the, the, the normal financial advisors for the individuals. Big pension funds are now facing the same issue. I don't know if you've talked about this on your show. I've talked about it on our show. Um, with what the Federal Reserve is doing now, they're, you know, during 2021, they bought a lot of treasury debt and they're offloading now. And the government is now pushing them. They're going to have to raise from 16% to 33% of holdings of treasuries to the pension funds. What that's going to do is re reduce that pension fund's asset performance to by five or six or seven basis points. They drop too Thanks, low. Thanks, government. They're going to close down. <laughs> so what are pension funds doing now? J.P. Morgan Chase just had a um, uh, an article out the other day. Pension funds are looking at proof-of-stake projects with yep. things like what Divi offers. And for, for those of you out there who are not already holding a, a crypto or any kind, but you're in your pension funds, pretty soon pension funds near you may be offering access to staking or masternode type products like what Divi offers. So, yep. I, uh, uh, we have a few of our entrepreneurs who are actually working with like family offices on, uh, on holding mass, masternodes in their portfolios. And it, for those who may not know, it isn't just that you put uh, your money in there and, and you get the node and the node's not doing anything. This is what actually supports the network. And it how I explain it is it's basically you are investing in a in a a credit could think of it like this your node is the swiper of a credit card you know where it handles transactions that's what your node does that's how you're earning a reward and earning income is off those transactions and giving the network a solid structure 
and it's decentralized with a project like Divi, which I I think we just hit like two thousand two thousand thirty one nodes are running, and there's big nodes. There's a hundred. Well, all of them are actually big, but it it's it's that structure. Those two thousand plus nodes that are handling the transactions of the whole network. And that's the income you make. And as the Divi project actually partners with like more and more entrepreneurs and helps educate and helps us educate that, that volume and that node growth is actually going to give these mom and pop shops and these invest these large investors they're going to look at the foundation and go this is solid this is a proven project right and and that's why when i first actually met nick you know four years ago however long ago he had an amazing white paper I, as did everybody, you know, but I had a feeling and I'm, I'm like, man, if you can build that, that's going to be epic because he explained like the, the ease of launch of launching a node, which back then launching a node was, you better know how to code. You better check it every day. <laughs> it was a whole different world. Well, the Divi projects, one click, master node structure is so user friendly that your your mom your dad with a little instruction they could launch their own node yeah you know? and I'm, I'm i'm really glad that you brought up the point that I, I'm I'm glad that you brought up the point that this money is not being generated or conjured up from thin air. Yeah, you're actually, magic money. <laughs> you're actually providing a service by securing our blockchain, by validating the transactions, like you use that credit card analogy. Because the first thing I hear from folks is skepticism, right? When you tell them that you can make such a high rate of return by simply leaving your assets in, in a place and just letting them grow, it's always like, this is too good to be true. You know, there has to be something else to this, but they're not used to to rewards being passed down to them directly. I mean, you go to a bank account and you put your money in a CD, which is the closest thing I can think of, you know, a certified deposit will yield you maybe 1%, three during the best of times. Yeah. Right? So when you tell them that we can start you off at like 18 by deploying a certain master node, you know, immediately to their head, they just don't believe it. It's the same way that with other cryptos and in, in the decentralized finance space, you know, people are making 50% yields. But they don't understand that the reason these yields are being generated is because, you know, they are receiving the trading fees from people moving between a pair. Right. And I mean, traditionally, the banks are doing this, too. Right. Yeah. They're deploying their assets under management. They're using it for liquidity. They're using it for margin. Right. So that they can make money on the money. But then what do they do? They give it back to the individual as what, a half percent? Yeah. Right. So that's why they're so used yeah. to not getting this kind of money back out of their money. And crypto is empowering people to be their own hedge fund, right? To deploy their capital and actually make back the value on it that they Yep. I've I've explained the Divi project uh also like this. Imagine 
if you were an early adopter of a social media platform, something like Facebook or Twitter, and as you shared that app, and as you shared and, and you tweeted and you posted, that the revenue generated at the company like Facebook or Twitter was the revenue was actually decentralized and actually paid out to the participants of the application. So as as you played on, you know, shared your like cat videos and your, hey, look at my pie I'm eating, you know, post that any revenue generated in the app is shared amongst the people who hold up the network, which how cryptocurrencies are. If you hold the app and you uh, stake and you run a mass node, you are a you are a participant in the network. You are holding up the network. You are basically the uh, the the internal structure of like Twitter has servers and it's all centralized. So, well, you are those servers inside of Twitter. That's you, and your your node is actually handling all of that information traffic that those servers do well instead of mark zuckerberg you know getting a big old check and all of the employees of of like facebook getting their big old checks you're actually getting paid to do what they do and that's what people need to wrap their heads around this is the decentralization of transactions and that's that's what cryptos are they take several 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 different structures you know it's it's transferring information has a value with the project like like ours here at you know Divi. i say ours because i run nodes you know i did it's yeah, it is. It's everyone's project. It really yeah, is. you may run it, but I'm part two, you know, and it's 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 the decentralization of transactions that people need to start wrapping their minds around. And that's how you, that's how people in the future are going to earn income. Well, it's, you said something good there, I think as a as a society we've we've been abused we have i agree <laughs> we have become the product for so many different industries especially social media and we continuously have to make these forced sacrifices right we've sacrificed our privacy for convenience on social media and to connect and what do they do they monetize us and give us nothing back other than the convenience of communication it, right yeah. we've sacrificed our finances right for convenience again uh with the financial advisor like josh was just talking about we give them a majority of what we're actually earning 
so that we don't have to pay attention to it, don't have to care about it, whatever. We don't know enough about it. That's they they tell us that we're not sophisticated enough to understand this stuff. So we're gonna take, you know, a huge chunk of it in order for you to, you know, just go on about your life. We continuously make these sacrifices for convenience. Decentralization is even doing the same thing. We're starting to see these centralized platforms pop up that sacrifice decentralization again for convenience. What our whole philosophy with our software development company is to end those sacrifices, stop sacrificing decentralization for convenience. We can actually make it convenient. We have made it convenient. All you have to do is download the app and and use it. It takes one click, put a little bit of Divi on there, Bitcoin, whatever you can send to your friends using their, you know, face ID or whatever. It's a really, really convenient experience. Even last night when we were with the Chamber of Commerce, they were like, wow, this reminds me of Venmo. And I love when people say that because that's exactly what we're going for. We're going to meet and hopefully exceed those expectations that people already have um, without sacrificing their ability to retain control of what they're uh, of what they're holding and retain control of their actual earnings capabilities. That's the most important thing that we cannot for the final digitization of the last thing on our on our earth, which is finance. It's the last analog piece of thing that we that we have left. We cannot and really should not sacrifice the decentralized aspect of it just to get that convenience. So that's kind of what we're pushing for. And that's what we're not going to make the the client the product. You need to run for some type of elected. <laughs> and you would make such like a great mayor. Like we're decentralizing everything. Vote for me. You know, it's it's and that's you you guys are amazing not only with your products that you push and the the app and and user interface i mean literally on like a personal level we ate we drank last night we had a great time we talked and it it's we all share this passion of creating a world where people are free to say what they want to say even if you disagree you know i mean that's how people grow that's how that's how communities grow we we argue intellectually and honestly and and a huge part of that is projects like the Divi project, where it's it's all inclusive. You know, it's it's we we want everyone's voice heard, and and as a part of that, bringing in blockchain, bringing in the opportunities that the app offers. I mean, it, it's it's revolutionary, and at the same time, freedom is coming back in style, you know. And and it's and I love that it's not just America; it's <laughs> Canada. I love saying that uh, Canada. It's El Salvador. It's it's places we've never heard of. It's England. It's 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 all over the world because everything 
is able to go viral now. Ideas. Those of you who watch the show on a regular basis know one of my favorite movies in the world is V for Vendetta. Ideas don't even have to be bulletproof anymore. They go viral. It's it's you can't stop the truth anymore. You can't slow down honesty anymore. And as projects like your guys is right, and if anyone starts crying with me, we'll just hold hands like and absolutely kumbaya this moment. Is is as as we move forward. And as we all work as as a freedom team, not right, not left, not up, not down, as a freedom team sweeping across the world, we don't have to actually fight government. And we don't have to actually, actually reach a point where people get hurt. We can literally just outgrow the power structure naturally. Congress, but the local chamber of commerce, local elections, your state elections, run for office, get involved because what you do pass is equally wrong and they can and they affect and they've all taken advantage of you because they know they are people and they try to get you to So we want to start acting like Check and make sure that's on. Yep. Uh, that somebody referred to third world countries. There's 38 countries in line behind El Salvador. And you may see a flipping happen between these countries getting out from under control of IMF and, and U.S. aid coming from the government and other you know, the old guard and those people become freer than the people in first world countries like the United States. That's kind of what is happening in the world. These third world country leaders see it. They see the opportunity. They also see the opportunity to get rich. So we have to watch for corruption. But in our country where we've enjoyed freedoms for too long and gotten too passive, we've got to take a look back and say, okay, how can I do it for myself and my family and my community. It all comes down to us. Absolutely. We are decentralizing the world in a peaceful manner. We've, we've had years of centralization of authority. And now the people are recognizing that the government's are no longer really representing what the people want. They're, 
they're more leading from the top and not worried about the people. They're worried about the entity, like any other corporation, any other thing. As soon as you create an entity, the entity's number one goal is to preserve the entity. Yeah, how popular is limiting uh, Congress terms within Congress? Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to vote that you lose your job? No? Huh, surprising. Yeah, it's funny. Like One of the most successful trading strategies for stocks is literally just following the trades that people in Congress make. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> Who are they investigating? Uh, oh, yeah. Nancy is one of the most successful oh, playbooks. Her and her husband. Yeah. Nancy's yeah. husband. Made five point three million dollars on a on a tr alphabet tr uh, not a short an option trade. Yeah, I saw yeah, that yeah. the options call. Yep. Yeah, I was I was like they, unbelievable. They <laughs> I was like either they're you know they're like uh, they're a sidekick or they're you know better than any hedge fund on Wall Street. Yeah, right. Uh, it, it's it, exactly, but yeah. for Congress that's not illegal. Yeah, I mean look at look at I mean look at how many. Uh, how many people in Congress are millionaires? I mean, they don't make that high of a salary. It's six figures, but yeah, it, uh, I think. But yet, like they're disproportionately millionaires, right? I think the highest salary they can make is one hundred and sixty-five thousand. Yeah. And I mean, now mind you, that's not a bad wage, no. uh, unless you live in D.C. because it's expensive to live yes. in D.C. Uh, but. There are elected officials that like get elected and they have like mortgages and they're just normal people. Four years later, they're like rolling around with gold chains on. Yeah. Right. You know, making it rain. Yeah. And it's, it's, and then you're like, wow, that's amazing that you made all that money while making legislation. Oh, absolutely. That's a great movie. All right. Uh, actually, how long have we been on? All right. 40, uh, YouTube likes to watch how long I'm on. So, Nick, hey, thank you guys for all showing up. And like I said, if you want to watch the event live this weekend, there's, there's tickets available for the... Uh, the Zoom. We have a few live tickets left, but unless you live in Texas, probably not going to make it. But the Zoom's available. Watch me, Nick, his team. We got a bunch of other people talking. Entrepreneurship and education and how, how to actually take the, the knowledge you have already that has value and and apply it to a local business or website or whatever project you have in your head these this weekend is is uh, and if you sign up I uh, Loy, Correct me if I'm wrong. If you sign up for the Zoom, do you get the copies of the January event and the March of, or April event? So if you sign up for the Zoom 
this weekend, you actually get the the video for the January event and the April event and this event live this weekend. So you you can literally sit and and watch the January event, the April event tonight and tomorrow and then be completely caught up on where we're at this weekend. So click that link, get on to the Zoom because if you want to know what is coming, you pay attention to the entrepreneurs in the industry. You listen to what they're talking about. That's the key, folks. You got to dig in. You want to understand cryptos. You want to understand the underlying economy. Watch the entrepreneurs. All right, everyone, once again, thank you guys so much. Everyone else, love you guys. I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning, same time, same lovely house. Talk to you guys later. Love you guys. I am so professional. Look at this. Hey. <laughs> Love you guys. And. <laughs>